0: If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. Happy to have you here as always. And if you are new and enjoying what you're hearing, definitely hit subscribe and head over to also leave a review. I love getting those five-star reviews. And if you write an actual review versus just a rating, I love reading what you have to say. It means the world to me when you are sharing your feedback. I so appreciate it. So thank you in advance. And I'm so grateful to all of those who have already left a review. Thank you so much. Uh, I realized something in the past week or so uh, that I have severely missed snowboarding. <laughs> so I grew up on the mountain with my siblings. So I have triplet sisters and two brothers and we would get dropped off at the ski resort at 9am and picked back up at 4pm. And it was a small resort called Beaver Mountain up in like the Logan area, Northern Utah. And we loved it. There was And still, there's still no service up there. So it's so nice. You know, we have meeting times, especially if we don't all go up together, but it's so much fun that we've had that tradition since we were little kids having season passes up there. And of course, as we've grown older and I don't live as close, I don't have season pass there. However, I've had some season passes at other resorts and I'll always call Beaver Mountain home because I know all the runs like the back of my hand. So. It has been fun exploring other resorts and Beaver Mountain is growing or has grown uh, over the years, but it will always be my home. So I realized how much I had missed snowboarding because I've only gone maybe once or twice in a season for the past few years and I went twice in a week. Uh, Recently, I went night skiing and then I went for a full day with all of my family and We had so much fun and I didn't realize how much of an impact it made in the past or like how much I needed it in my life. So when I went night skiing with my brother and my nephew, I realized, wow, like the fresh air, getting some exercise, moving my body, doing something I've loved since I was little makes such a difference for me. And I realized how much I've missed it and I didn't think I would you know when you get up there and it's a busy day or whatever is going on especially going into the lodge at lunchtime and it's so packed but honestly that's what I love about it it's somewhere that I love being is up on the hill no matter what the weather is you know I can always go inside and warm back up I didn't realize how much I was actually missing it or how much I want it and need it in my life. So a goal of mine is to have a season pass for the next season and have that flexibility with my kids and the work that I'm doing to be able to go up whenever I want. So I want to be able to fit multiple days of skiing in the week if I want to and have that flexibility. So I'm excited. So we'll check back in next year. Well, later on this year, I guess it's February. So uh, later on this year, we'll see if I have uh, made it to that goal. So here is my speaking it out there to the universe (laughs) that I will have that time and flexibility to be able to do that. So I'm really excited about it. And can't wait to get up to the mountain a few more times this season before the snow all melts. Okay, so we've made it to the 30th episode. Holy cow, that is crazy. I see people out there in the multiple hundreds and I'm like, how do you do that? But it's consistency. So here we are chugging along every milestone I'm going to celebrate and get excited about. So 30 is a big deal to me. Uh, We're going to talk about how to confidently ask for a raise. And for women in the workplace, this is such a big topic and something that I want to make sure is shared with as many women as possible. So if you're a male or a female listening to this episode and it resonates with you and you feel that it's simple and easy to implement, please, please, please share it to your social media or your Instagram or, you know, copy the link and send it to a bunch of your friends because I want to help more women to close the gap between the pay of men and women. So I know that this is going to be helpful in the sense of breaking it down super easy. So what you're going to do is pull up a good old Google doc. And if you are not a Google doc user, I get it. Not everyone is into the G suite, but I have been a raving fan ever since I got introduced to it quite a few years ago. So if you're not in Google docs, pull up a word document. And if you don't have either of those, write it on a piece of paper. So what you're going to do is you're going to write down your job description for when you are hired. What are the day-to-day job responsibilities or job duties that you're supposed to take care of. If you don't have something that's like a copy of that, it's easy as writing down what you do in a day to day. And this might not happen in one single setting because when you sit there and think about all the things you do, I am sure if you go back the next day or even a week later, there are going to be more things that you have forgotten about. So feel free to revisit the document, what, however you're saving that so that you can continue to add to it. So what you're doing is writing your current job responsibilities and duties, and then you are going to add to that what else you do. In addition to that, something that's pretty common, especially in like the startup realm is you get hired on for a specific job description and you go in there and you start taking on all sorts of different things they say, Hey, can you do this? And then you do it really well. And then all of a sudden that's your job. And then you take on something else and you do it really well. And all of a sudden that's part of your job. So you feel a little bit spread thin, or a lot of people refer to it as burnout, which is so very real. So you want to make sure that you are writing these down and keeping track of everything that you're doing. I highly recommend to all of my coaching clients to keep a living document of all the different things that you're doing and how long you're doing them for. And this doesn't have to be super difficult. Uh, You can start whenever you want. You don't have to remember every single thing, but it's still really new into the year. So obviously if you're going to be getting reviewed later on in the year, now is a perfect time to start where you're going to say, okay, this is what I'm currently doing. And then if you take on any additional projects, sometimes they're shorter lived but some of them end up sticking with you long-term. So if that's the case, then you'll definitely want to make sure you have access to any sort of like records and what better way than to keep them yourself. Write down everything that you're doing in the day-to-day in addition to uh, your current or your original job description and that will likely look quite a bit different if you are taking on additional work whether that be, you know, mentoring other team members, you know, if you're the go-to person for whatever it may be, if you're pulling different reports for different things, you know, it may be simple. Don't think that you have to have done all sorts of different projects or, you know, whatever it may be, don't feel like you had to have done all sorts of different things in order to be eligible or worthy of a raise in many of my positions, I was a subject matter expert or people refer to them as SMEs. And I feel like if I would've known back then what my worth was, I would've certainly asked for a raise, but I didn't because I didn't realize that I could, honestly, uh, when I was first in the workplace and thought I would only be given a raise at a certain time or when someone recognized what I was doing this is time to take your pay into your own hands. I highly recommend the document and I will recommend that to everyone. I've said it in so many past episodes of the podcast, but I feel like it was something important enough to have its own podcast episode. So here we are talking about the document that is going to help get you a raise. I wanted to mention, you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be crazy things that you've taken on and succeeded in. It could be things that you took on and didn't succeed at, but at least you were trying or you were given the additional tasks. But if it was successful, you will want to write down different things that explain how successful it was. Did you save the company a certain amount of money? Did you help hire X amount of new employees? Did you help train X amount of employees? Were you the main person who people reached out to for different things. You know, it's your value. How valuable are you in your current position? So again, if your job description hasn't changed a ton, but you are still offering so much value, this is where you will want to include how valuable you are in the additional information. The top section is the original job description. The bottom area is basically everything that you've taken on, or if you have it as an ongoing document, you're basically listing like the different dates that you have taken on additional tasks or additional projects. Are they ongoing? Did they have an end date? If they did mark how long you worked on that project, because if you are in a startup environment, it is likely that you will not do this position forever. And if that's the case, a company may be hesitant to give you a raise If you're not always going to be doing the work that you have been taking on, but you're obviously exhausted because you're taking on the work of multiple people. I've done that for pretty much every startup that I've worked in. So I can definitely relate to that. And what you're going to do is you're going to write it down on paper and talk to your boss. If you have a good relationship with them, talk to your direct leader and say, Hey, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. I would like to be considered for a raise. And here is what I've written down as far as my original job description and what I've been working on. Likely your direct supervisor, leader, manager, whoever that is, is going to be aware of how much you're taking on, but they aren't always aware, especially if you handle things with such grace and you take things on with stride and just go, go, go and find a way to get it done. I've been that employee where they're like, Oh, I didn't realize how much you really had on your plate. Wow. Okay. Let's either figure out who else we can delegate work to, or figure out how we can get you a raise. Sometimes you're going to be working towards getting a promotion, which also would include a pay raise. So you're not always going to go up and ask for that raise. If you know that that's in the short distant future or somewhere in the timeline that makes sense to you. But if you don't think that there are opportunities for a promotion, you can always ask for a raise and obviously figuring out the right times for that, having that self-awareness, having that communication with your direct leader to figure out when are good times for this. Some companies do have specific times where they will evaluate your pay. However, I've seen companies make exceptions, so it does not hurt to ask, okay? You are going to talk to your direct supervisor, manager, whoever, and ask them, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. I would like to be considered for a raise because this is my original job description, and these are the things that I've taken on either short-term or long-term. And I wanted to get your thoughts to see what you think about all of the additional work or everything else that I've been contributing to the team and to the company's success. So you're gonna kind of leave it at that. You'll share the document with them or review it with them, whatever you're comfortable with, and let them know, hey, these are the things that I've been working on and I wanna make sure that I'm fairly compensated. And if that makes sense in a raise or being given a bonus. So bonuses are a great approach in the case that the company says, Oh, well, they're not always going to be doing this work. I, we appreciate them in the meantime, taking on all this additional work. However, it's not going to be long-term and sometimes that's a cop-out way of them not giving you a raise. So what you can do is try to work towards a bonus for that work. I feel like everyone should be fairly compensated for the additional work that they're taking on. And sometimes different team members take on different amounts of work and that's why bonuses are so helpful. So it's important to determine how impactful the things that you've been working on have helped the company. That is why I suggest to add numbers or success rates or whatever that is for anything that you've taken on so that you can pull that back and tie it back to really black and white information as women. That's why I think this episode is going to be so helpful is that we are afraid to ask for that raise because putting to words, how much we do can be difficult when we're on the spot, but in any position that I've taken on and so many others, I know, especially other women that I've worked with who are similar to me who have taken on so many different projects and different tasks when you sit there and write it down how much you're actually doing in the day to day or additional tasks from when you started i think you are going to be blown away by how much you have done and if that doesn't boost your confidence in itself i don't know but uh, at least it will give you an eye opening difference of how much you've done and how far you've grown in the company. So writing it down, even if you aren't going to ask for a raise is important as it is recommended regardless of if you're going to ask for a raise or not, but why not ask for a raise and get paid more money, right? Once you get your manager's buy-in, that's when you're going to work with them to determine if they are going to be the one to reach out to any higher up. Or what those next steps look like so be sure to follow up with them don't let them leave you hanging because if it's something that they aren't proactively pursuing don't feel like you should sit back and not do anything i've been in companies where i was hired in at a lower rate and told that they would reevaluate my pay within a certain amount of time and you better believe that when that certain amount of time hit i was following up with my leader and saying hey the time has come to where I was advised my pay would be reevaluated, and I wanted to discuss what the next steps look like to ensure that what I have contributed to the company in this amount of time is something that would be considered for a raise. If they aren't following up for you, please don't give up in your efforts to make sure you get an answer either way. Of course, again, it comes back to the self-awareness to where you're not going to be hounding them every day about it, but you're going to ask questions like, Hey, is there any update on my request to get a raise? And if they don't have an answer, ask them, why is there something that would be holding anyone back from giving you the raise? Is there any more information that they would need to help, you know, go to bat for you? What does that look like? Do you need to have a meeting with one of the higher up leaders? Whatever that looks like, ask for reasons as to why nothing has changed yet and keep pushing so that you get an answer either way. And if you don't get an answer, follow up and ask when would be the best time to follow up again for when I would be eligible for a raise because I do feel like I am positively contributing to the company and its success and I have taken on additional responsibilities and I'm happy to continue doing so. But I do want to make sure that I am fairly compensated for this. So again, you're building up your skill set. You're going to have this living document that has all the great things that you're doing. And guess what? If the company isn't willing to give you what you're worth, that is when you can start looking for other opportunities and this document is going to have all sorts of different things that you've worked on and some of the details in regards to what exactly went on and for how long and what the impact was so if you are interviewing for another company you have all these helpful tidbits of information to refer back to of how amazing that you are and all the things that you've been working on I have gotten nothing but great feedback from people who have created these documents. So if you haven't yet, I highly recommend doing it. I know it can take a little bit of time, but if you get it started and make effort, set a reminder, maybe it's once every couple of days to at least look at the document and start filling some things out. I know it can be a little bit intimidating at first, but it is so worth it. You need to advocate for yourself to be able to get raises or to get what you're looking for in different jobs or anything that you're doing in life. So this is a good step as far as things that you're already doing. You're writing things down that you have already accomplished or are currently working on. And it makes it black and white, easy to show anyone who's asking what you're doing for the company or how you're contributing, which is why For me and women who have asked for raises in the past, this is something that shows so black and white what you're doing and why it either validates a promotion in title and in pay, or at least a bonus or a consideration for a raise. All right. I know that was a lot to take in and again, take it at your own pace, but I know it will be worth it if you have a living document with everything that you're working on in the sense of different things that you're contributing outside of your role. Because when you are going to create a resume for applying for new jobs, this is exactly what you're going to want is to have specific accomplishments versus copying and pasting a job description in your resume. That gets you nowhere. You want to have specific things that you're working on. And again, if you're helping in regards to training new employees, or if you're helping with any sort of reporting or anything like that, write that down. How many times a week or how many times a month are you doing that? How often are you helping out? How often are you volunteering for these different things? Because those small things make a difference. So get that document ready. I don't care what system you're using as long as you're creating it. All right. Until next time, we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram and tag me at Nicole.Hara. I love to see it and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.